Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened on Friday? It feels to me like there was some more fucking kings. There was... 
more reigns of more kings. And yes. then there were some other kings? Yeah. Maybe a few more than that, too. There really were. This, I, I just, it's just kings. It's reigning kings. It's reigning kings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of kings. It's reigning kings. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you sing it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That happened. Okay. One of them got leprosy. Oh, okay. Well, you know, at least there was something that happened other than kings. One guy only ruled a month. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. Some of them did good in the Lord's eyes and some did bad. Kings. Yeah. Okay. So that was uh, 2 Kings chapter 15. Correct. And today we're getting into... 2 Kings chapter 16. Let's do this. Okie dokie if you say so. Okay, before I get into this chapter, I just wanted to say that uh, I found a Bible in our house. You did. You it was did. A, like a hard bound, hard copy paper yeah. Bible. Do you even know where you got it? Um, I think I picked it up when I was going to church that couple years when we were um, talking to that one really cool pastor. Yeah. That yeah. Um, was more into history than. He was into actual, like, Bible stuff. Right, right. And I picked it up with the idea that I might kind of read it, maybe. Sure. And what's really funny is that was probably, like, a good 15 years ago. Right. And so I was looking at it thinking about maybe reading that instead of our online the one. fucking print, though. The print is tiny. And I'm not old, but apparently I'm old. Right. Because I would need a fucking magnifying glass. Yeah. But one thing that it was good for, and this is particularly why I mentioned it, holy shit, I'm able to see physically how far we are through the Bible. We're about a third of the way through the Bible. That is a cool aspect of having it, like just to see where we are. Yeah. What a cool thing. I mean, I had no idea we were so far. Like, it felt like we were really getting along through the Bible, and we are. Yeah. So... That excited me. Definitely. Um, I want to mention one thing while we're going on about other things here. Okay. Um, Since we did mention it in our um, book club episode, but... No, we didn't mention it in our book club episode. We mentioned it um, while we weren't recording the book club episode, but you did like a live live or whatever, Yeah, yeah. but nobody was in there. I'll be playing with that too at some point. Yeah. But um, we, um, well, I... Mostly, but because wife doesn't do the podcasty side of things, I don't do tech stuff. Yeah, so um, I got frustrated with with Anchor. You did because they they kind of they changed their ad way the way of ads things that they were doing the way they were which would have been cool. It would have been cool because we would have been getting more ads, and which means we have been getting paid more. Yeah, and the ads would have sounded more um, professional and stuff. Definitely. Yeah, very cool. But. Then they started telling us that we had no listeners. Like, all of a sudden, overnight, they're like, oh, wait, we owe you no money, and at or we owe you more money, and at the same time, suddenly, nobody's listening to your podcast. Yeah, and then I went Isn't to go... is that funny? And then, and then I went to go um, check the uh, um, the stats, because I, I reached out to them. I was like, hey, yo, um, we're not showing any listens on our newest episode, and they're like... It can take up to 24 hours for them to populate on there. And then once they did populate, they were populated at about two-thirds of what we would normally have for that time frame. And, it was and like, I was get like, the fuck out of I here. don't trust this. I feel like you guys are fucking scamming me. Yeah. And this isn't the first time this has happened. I wouldn't, I'm not just jumping ship, like, to just jump ship. But, like, we decided it was time to move on. I, well, and 
besides, so now we're with Podbean. Besides that, um, Anchor is owned by Stitcher, and I'm not trying to fuck with Stitcher, quite honestly, well, because yeah. um, that whole Joe Rogan thing, I'm just like, fuck Stitcher. The happy accident, you know? Yeah, it was like, you know what, We give me an excuse, and they did. Yeah, so, so there may be a few things that are going to be slightly different here and there, as far as how things... Are happening with ads and and whatnots. So and it just, may take us a few days to get our yeah, shit together. So bear with us, and we'll As get usual. it. We'll get it straightened out. I think. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just the two of us. You know, we gotta we gotta figure it out ourselves. So we're always kind of like bear with us because it's always a little always bit something. It's always a bit of a mess. I mean, we have a real janky setup, so you we know, really do. It is yeah. what it is. But thank you, everybody, for. Those who stick with us, and particularly our patrons who yes. are supporting us, and and we owe you more than what we're supplying currently, and thank you. Yes, definitely <laughs> thank you, and we appreciate everything. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into this now. All and, right. Uh, we've rambled on for four and a half minutes about, you know, it's other a, other things. It's part of our, our being upfront with our listeners. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, letting you guys know what's going on. But now that they're bored. You know, fuck let's, off. Let's read the Bible and bore him some more. If if you are bored, fuck off. <laughs> Eat my ass. Okay? Wow, wow. Well, seriously, That's some I got strong words there. I got some shit to say. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make you listen to me. It's true. Cool. It's true. They chose. They chose don't to be, click that play button. Don't be bored, asshole. They did. Okay. So Second Kings chapter sixteen. Okay. Okay. Yep. Ahaz, son of Jotham. Ahaz. Ahaz. Not Ahab. Ahab. Ahaz. Not okay. All right. Ahaz appeared. <laughs> Ahaz, son of Jotham, began to rule over Judah in the 17th year of King Pekadegayo's reign in Israel. Okay. All okay. Right. Yeah. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king. Okay. As opposed to our seven-year-old 70-year-old um, president. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Our almost 80-year-old president. Right, right. And he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. Not a bad run. Not yeah. a bad run. I mean, as things go, you know. Oh, but guess what? He did what's evil in the eyes, Lord. He did not eyes. do what was pleasing oh, in that. the sight of the yeah. Lord his God. That's, that's what I meant. As his ancestor David had done. Mm, Wait, mm. what? He didn't he didn't do good. Not like, you know, David had done good. Oh. So this is a Judah king? I guess I don't know. Huh. Jerusalem, he he reigned in Jerusalem. Okay, but right. he didn't do good like David did. Interesting. Okay. Instead, he followed the example of the kings of Israel, even sacrificing his own son in the fire. Oh damn! Damn, that's not cool. That's man. gross, right? But why'd you do it? But again, um, we kind of looked into this a little bit, and let us not forget that they truly did think when they were sacrificing their children that they yeah. were. Um, it's they, like the ultimate sacrifice. They're, yeah, you know, they were really, giving up, really making a sacrifice. They were giving up the thing most precious to them when right. they did that. Yeah. It's gross. I'd never do it. I'd be like, fuck that God. But they had but their reasons, they, I guess. They did have reason, and it wasn't just like um, praying to a devil. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. In this way, he followed the detestable practices of the pagan nations the Lord had driven from the land ahead of the Israelites. I mean, they did the I don't, Lord I mean, drive them away. That's not really what that's happened. That's not what exactly. happened because they were still there and they still are there. Yeah, actually. to this day. To the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he offered sacrifices and burned incense at the pagan shrines and on the hills and under every green tree. If God had driven them away, there wouldn't be pagan shrines. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, you it's know, true. They they were there already before this king started worshiping at them. Yeah, and they've been there for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. So, so kind of bad phrasing, and also right? yeah. fuck off. And not a very good, you know, like uh, benchmark for God. You right? Know? Like, yeah, he, it's yeah. He missed, failed. He missed you that failed, one. sir. Yeah. Right. My my good sir, Lord guy, you failed. Yeah. Then King Raisin. Uh, it may be Reason or Razan, but okay. I like Raisin of Aram and King Pika de Gaio of Israel came up to attack Jerusalem. Yeah. They besieged. Um, you said, yeah, like that, that tracks. I mean, it's all, that that, tracks. It's all that's happening. They're they just all, like, yeah, they're going to go they attack rain them and, and they rain and they do bad and they fight. Right. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. yep. They besieged Ahaz, but could not conquer him. Oh. At that time, the king of Edom. Which is funny because we literally were just reading about them in Asimov's book. Right. Had recovered the town of Elath for Edom. He drove out the people of Judah and sent Edomites to live there as they do to this day. Oh, okay. To this, the day this book was written. Yeah, whenever that day is. Yeah. King Ahaz sent messengers to King Tiglath-Pilazar of Assyria with this message. Okay. I am your servant and your vassal. Come up and rescue me from the attacking armies of Aram and Israel. Then Ahaz took the silver and gold from the temple of the Lord and the palace treasury mm. and sent it as a payment to the Assyrian king. So he basically sent out some um, steam cloud help messages and was like, help, help. Right, right. So the king of Assyria attacked the Aramean capital of Damascus and led its population away as captives, resettling them in Kir. He also killed King Raisin. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay. So, bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah. King Ahaz then went to Damascus to meet with King Tiglath-Pilasar of Assyria. While he was there, he took special note of the altar. Okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, but like, what's special about that altar? Mm, was it pretty? Was I it mean, made of gold? <laughs> right. Then he sent a model of the altar to Uriah the priest along with its design in full detail. He was like, nice altar. This is the king that's worshiping other gods, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. All but right. he's like, that he's altar. Like, I want to worship that one. That, that altar cool. is badass. Right? Yeah. I fucking live for this altar. <laughs> Man, if I had an altar like that, all my problems it's would be solved. It's all about the cool factor for the altar. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got to mm -hmm. be the coolest altar I never, of all the altars. I never get a cool altar. Right? Why yeah. don't you build me a cool altar, babe? I don't have the tools to. You do have tools. No, I, I got rid of them, remember? Oh, you did sell those tools. Yeah, all I've you? got now is basically a router. But you have a hammer and nails, and we can get wood. <laughs> you, I, know, you know, just like... I demand like, an altar. Whittle you an altar? I demand an altar. I guess I could whittle one. You better make me an altar. All right, I'll get on it. Okay. Uriah followed the king's instructions and built an altar just like it, and it was ready before the king returned from Damascus. Wow. When the king returned, he inspected the altar and made offerings on it. Okay. He presented burnt offering and a grain offering, and he poured out a liquid offering, and he sprinkled the blood of peace offerings on the altar. Is this a the Lord's altar, though? Like, I, don't, like, what is I have no idea. Okay. Then King Ahaz removed the old bronze altar from its place in front of the Lord's temple oh. between the entrance and the new altar and placed it on the north side of the new altar. Okay. I don't really I understand what's happening. Exactly, but okay. He's moving shit around. Yeah, he's rearranging. It's, yeah. de it's decoration day. We recently rearranged our furniture, but we, we did. did not put in a new altar. No, no new altar. We altars. did put in a new bookshelf, though. Well, we, yeah. 
I mean, we repurposed a. <laughs> we repurposed a bookshelf. Yeah, we yes. we moved it from here and put it there. Yes. Indeed. He told Uriah the priest, "Use the new altar for the morning sacrifices of burnt offering, the evening grain offering, the king's burnt offering and grain offering, and the burnt offerings of all the people, as well as their grain offerings and liquid offerings. Sprinkle the blood from all the burnt offerings and sacrifices on the new altar, the bronze altar." will be for my personal use only. Mm. Ah. Okay. Uriah the priest did just as King A has commanded him. He's like, I'm going to cover all my bases, and y'all get to pray with me to the Lord, but then in private, I'm still going to use this old offer for my pagan shit. Or something. Right? But it was like the Lord's altar, though. So, like, maybe he's trying to do, you know, offerings to the Lord and private too while also going out sometimes and doing pagan worshiping or something well no the new one is the one that he's saying right but they removed the one from the temple so like it was the lord's altar before the one that they just installed oh i don't really understand i i don't either but i mean that's what they were doing so then the king removed the side panels and basins from the portable water carts he also removed the great bronze basin called the sea oh from the backs of the bronze oxen and placed it on the stone pavement. Huh. Remember when Maybe David the, built that yeah, giant thing? Or was that like, Solomon? Why did he take him off of the fucking... The sea. Yeah. The giant bath. And the, the like, carts were made bath. to cart the water in and stuff. So, yeah. like, what are you going to use to cart the water in? I don't think he's putting water in there anymore. What's he putting? I mean, like, what's he's going like, in there? He's like, fuck this sea. Fuck okay. this giant bath. All right. I got no Bathsheba. I don't need a giant bathtub. I guess. I guess. In deference to the king of Assyria, he also removed the canopy that had been constructed inside the palace for use on the Sabbath day, as well as the king's outer entrance to the temple of the Lord. The rest of the events in Ahaz's reign and everything he did are recorded in that fucking book. So, yeah, things. Yeah. 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 We're just going to call it that fucking book. That fucking book. Okay. Yeah. When Ahaz was died, when, when Ahaz, he was dead, when, he, when he, when he was dying, yeah. when he did a death, he did died. When he did died, he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Then his son Hezekiah became the next king. The end. Okay. So, Some more kings. Yep. And just stuff. the one king though. Just the one king. Yeah. Ahaz. Right. Yeah. And true. he rearranged furniture. Right. That's true. That's what he did. Yep. And he went to war. Yeah. And of course. Whatever. Yeah. Stuff like that. Kind of boring. And things. Honestly. It was a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I mean, it is what it is, right? It's I'm the ready to, Bible. I'm ready to get out of Kings, but I'm, I yeah, I know Chronicles ain't going to be that much better. No, I know. I know. But, you know, it's just, you can only hear so, so much about so many kings. And then there was like, another king. Damn. And then there was another king. And then there was another king. Kings. Like, none of them do anything different no. i just i need some stories right go back to the stories i need some giants i need some angels yeah i need some talking donkeys I need some shit to make fun of yeah you know yeah this is just like yep that was boring <laughs> right like you know that going in god yeah don't don't live up to our expectations <laughs> shit <sighs> all right well that was uh second kings chapter 16 sure as fuck was and tomorrow we're going to be back with second kings chapter 17 we'll see you guys then bye hey wife i guess that's the end but husband that's just sad it doesn't have to be we are on lots of social media platforms like twitter our handle there is sacrilegious underscore d for d's nuts oh my god Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. 
Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.